From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome once again to Movies First. I'm Chris Coleman. Alex First with us. Hello again, Alex. Christopher, we are having a change of scenery today, are we not? Change in format. We're going to go more quick fire, which should mean we can review more movies and other stuff here on Movies First. Now, it's a good idea. What we're going to do now, it's self-contained. So if you're interested in a film, you can immediately click onto a particular episode that talks about that movie and you can go off and shoot away, go on, see what you want to see and then you can listen to another podcast and perhaps see that movie, etc., etc. We're going to do the same thing with shows. We just sort of thought, well, maybe short and sharp and snappy is the way to go. Indeed, indeed. So let's start by being short and sharp and snappy about one of the most anticipated movies of 2016, the return of Renee Zellweger as Bridget Jones in Bridget Jones's Baby. Do you know, 15 years have passed since Bridget Jones was introduced into our psyche in cinematic form. And we should even go back further because what happened here was that the British newspaper, The Independent, started a small column, an unassuming column, by a then unknown author. Her name, Helen Fielding. That was the 28th of February 1995. All right, so we're talking about, what, 21 years ago now. More than that. And it was written from the perspective of this single independent young woman by the name of Bridget Jones. She was 32 years of age. And we even knew at the time she weighed nine stone, three pounds. Do you want to convert that for me, Chris? Uh, No. Good man. (laughs) All right. And she lived and worked in London. And that column that Helen Fielding wrote quickly gained popularity as Bridget became a household name. So enrolled all sorts of offers for her creator. And within a decade of Fielding's first words on Bridget Jones appearing, Bridget Jones had found herself in a couple of international best-selling books and then two global box office hits. I didn't think the second film was anywhere near as good as the first. The second came out 12 years ago, the first one 15 years ago. Yeah, but the second one had a great fight scene in a fountain. I mean, come on. You know, what what is a movie without a fight scene in a fountain, Alex? Well, absolutely. So... We should actually think about a movie set in the Trevi Fountain now, should we? Well, as long as it's got a fight there, sure. (laughs) Exactly. So Fielding never set out to create a role model, and yet the heroine was somebody who had been overlooked by popular culture. So that's how Bridget Jones came about. The original director, the director of the first movie, Sharon Maguire Returns, But they've introduced a couple of new writers, including one of the stars, Emma Thompson. She's a brilliant writer and she's a terrific performer. Renee Zellweger, Colin Firth are joined by Patrick Dempsey as the three pivotal characters. As the title, Bridget Jones's Baby suggests, and by the way, I wish to deviate at this point. No. Why do you have... J-O-N-E-S apostrophe S. Bridget Jones's baby. I'm sorry, 
When I came up in journalism school, it was J-O-N-E-S apostrophe. You don't need to have a double S, Christopher. Now, that may be what your style guide said, but grammatically it's correct to go S-S. I know, for I am Chris, and I write Chris's a lot. You do write Chris's a lot. That's valid. However, I've spoken to a number of fellow journalists who all say it shouldn't have the double S. No, they're all wrong. And Chris's should only have one S as well. One S in Chris is perfectly acceptable. I'm going to look this up while you continue to tell us about it. Please this. do so. The, the all-purpose guide to grammatical correctness. <laughs> I just made that up. So, as this title suggests, Bridget Jones unexpectedly finds herself expecting. After breaking up with Mark Darcy, the Colin Firth character, Bridget Jones is happily ever after quote, unquote, hasn't quite gone according to plan. And she's now aged 43. She's single again. She decides to focus on her job as a top television news producer and surround herself with friends. OK, but her future takes a turn when she meets a dashing American, played by Patrick Dempsey, the suitor who is everything that Mark Darcy is not. In an unlikely twist... She finds herself pregnant, but with a rather significant hitch. Bridget is uncertain if the baby's father is her longtime love, Mark Darcy, or her newfound one-night stand, Patrick Dempsey. I have now, a problem you... here, Alex. What's that? You... I want a dramatic drum roll at this point. I, I, ha I can't do a dramatic drum roll, but I can say I have a problem here in that this does not sound like the most original plot device. Well, I mean, I suppose that given the sweetness of the Bridget Jones character and her practicality, it does make for good comedy. And it really does. I'm not kidding. It, it's a very humorous piece of work, beautifully written. And I laughed a lot. I mean, that's really the, the ultimate test. And it's been written by Fielding, Emma Thompson and Dan Mazer. No villains, but the output highly entertaining. And Zellweger, I mean, the chemistry, that's the most important part. It's got really great chemistry, Bridget Jones's baby, right throughout, with the quirky characters and their proclivities elevating it to anything but the ordinary. I thought Zellweger was fantastic. I thought Emma Thompson as her obstetrician almost stole the show. She was that good. Patrick Dempsey, one smooth operator. And although Colin Firth's persona in the movie requires him to be aloof, he does aloof well. <laughs> so, you know, that's as much as we can possibly expect of all of this. I can say to you that it's a long film. It's two hours and two minutes. It's a long time for a comedy, isn't That's it? It's a very long time for a comedy. I had no trouble sitting through it. And I, I often criticise movies for being too long. I just found it a pleasure to sit through. I don't think the passage of time has adversely impacted on this popular franchise, the third part of which deserves to do well. And it makes no difference that... It, look, if you've known the characters in the past, obviously it would help... But if you haven't seen Bridget Jones before and you see this in isolation, it's still a funny movie. And that's a really good sign. Jim Broadbent, Gemma Jones return as Bridget Jones's parents. And, and that's a very good thing, too. Oh, they that'll are be spectacular. Funny. They were funny the first time around. They, absolutely. They, they, look, Jim Broadbent, he can act in a paper bag and, and, and I'd enjoy watching him. So I would highly commend Bridget Jones's baby to you. It's not just a male or female film. In this case, it's not just a chick's flick because I, you must have seen the original. I love them. I've got, them both, I've got them both sitting on the shelf here in the yeah. lounge room. 
So you're clearly a snag. You are, and you are a sensitive kind of guy. Oh, let's and, not go too far. <laughs> well, there are going. It's got a date movie. If you sort of okay. want to, you know, that's the sort of film it is. But I, I reckon guys and girls can get the most out of it. So have you checked the double S's? I have. And well, I have gone now. Would you accept OxfordDictionaries.com as as a suitable suitable source here? No, I want Macquarie. This is an Australian dictionary. We're in Australia. You might want, but you can't always get what you want. Personal <laughs> yes, names that end in S, according to the Oxford Dictionaries, with personal names that end in S, add an apostrophe plus an S when you would naturally pronounce an extra S if you said the word out loud. For example. He joined Charles's army in 1642, so that would be Charles S apostrophe S. Dickens's novels provide a wonderful insight into Victorian England. However, if someone was to be called Bridges, so you were talking about Lloyd Bridges and his wig, or Lloyd Bridges' wig, it would just be Bridges with an S apostrophe. But Jones's is S apostrophe S to reflect the pronunciation. So this shuts me up, does it? There's, I wouldn't there's... bet on it. It'll never shut you up. <laughs> Mouthful of marbles, wet cement, you'd still keep going, my friend. Exactly. I, I want the Macquarie definition of this. I'm not satisfied, but, hey, there's a slight win there for you. I, I grant you that much, but I'm not convinced. So, Bridget Jones's baby scores a... Yes. Come on, dramatic... Drum roll. I told you I can't do. I can't oh, do a dramatic drum impressed. roll. No, and not not impressed. Seven and a half out of ten. <laughs> Seven and a half out of ten. Nine stone three in kilograms, by the way, is 58 and a half. That's been our review of Bridget Jones's Baby. You've been listening to Movies First. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.